Welcome back to the Good Portion Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan King, and I'm so excited you're here. In a world where busyness is celebrated and being overwhelmed is the motherhood norm, this hot mess mom is here to tell you there's joy and fulfillment through setting aside those typical mom expectations and instead building true, authentic connections with Christ, ourselves, and others. So throw those kids some fruit snacks, grab that cold cup of coffee, or that well-deserved glass of wine, and let's get ready for the good portion. Happy Mother's Day! I hope each and every single one of you is getting to celebrate this special day with the ones you love the most and remembering to thank God for the many blessings that he's given you no matter what type of mama you are. I am so excited to dive into today's episode as our first real episode back since our relaunch last week and what better day to do it than on Mother's Day, am I right? So I have a lot to cover and not much time to do it, so we're just going to jump right in, shall we? Now, no matter where you look, you'd be pretty hard-pressed to find a person who hasn't experienced a season of waiting for one reason or another. Waiting, while sometimes difficult, seems to be a pretty inevitable part of life, right? There's famous sayings like, worth the wait, or hurry up and wait, or situations that some would call a waiting game. We've got waiting lists, we've got waiting rooms, we've got ladies in waiting, and waiting services, and waiters. Well, I mean, there's such thing as lady in waiting, but I don't have one. I don't know about you. I mean, I'd probably be okay having a lady waiting on me. Anyway. There's tons of quotes in regards to the benefits and even the struggles in regards to seasons of waiting for one reason or another. But what really is waiting? We're going to kind of dive into a definition of waiting and then we're going to look at kind of the biblical aspect of waiting and what I see as being faith in the waiting. Now, if you look at Merriam-Webster's dictionary, it lists the following definitions for wait. There is the verb. We won't go into all the grammar speech, but I'm just going to tell you in terms of wait or waiting being a verb, it's to stay in place in expectation of, to serve, to remain stationary in readiness or expectation or anticipation, to pause for another to catch up, to look forward anticipating, to hold back expectantly, to be ready and available. And then you look at wait in terms of a noun and it says a state or attitude of watchfulness, deliberation, and expectancy. There's a few things that really stood out to me when I read those definitions and then I in turn compare them to what I find the Bible says about waiting. Now there are tons and tons of different references to waiting in the Bible. Here's just a couple of them. We have referenced a few on our online community as well. But let's see if some of the same words stand out to you. In James chapter 5, verses 7 through 8, it says, Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious produce of the soil, being patient about it until it gets the early and late rains. You too, be patient, strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. In Luke chapter 12, verses 35 through 40, it says, Be dressed in readiness and keep your lamps lit. Be like men who are waiting for their master when he returns from the wedding feast, so that they may immediately open the door to him when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those slaves whom the master will find on the alert when he comes. Truly I say to you that he will gird himself to serve and have them recline at the table and will come up and wait on them. 
In Psalm 31, 24, it says, Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. In Isaiah 51, 5, it says, My righteousness is near, my salvation has gone forth, and my arms will judge the peoples. The coastlands will wait for me, and for my arm they will wait expectantly. In Romans chapter 8, verse 25, it says, But if we hope for what we do not see, with perseverance we wait eagerly for it. Again, there are plenty of other biblical references to waiting we could and someday probably will cover. But when I really stopped and slowed down looking at these ones and the definition of waiting and other parts that I find in the Bible, there seems to be three core parts to our overall faith in any season of waiting that stands out to me, regardless of what it is you're waiting on in the Lord. Those are expectation and anticipation, perseverance and strength, and readiness and service. Now you'll notice I said there were three core pillars, but there's a total of six words, each pillar with two similar but different words. And my reason for that is I believe there's a difference in just waiting and faith in the waiting. I think you can use the first words in each of the three pillars and be waiting. But to truly have faith in the waiting, I believe God shows us there's a calling that the first words of each pillar would grow us or push us into the second word of each pillar. So the main pillar that seems to be pretty self-explanatory in any season of waiting is the one of expectation and anticipation. In regards to expectation, I see this as being something you've been promised or assured in regards to some form of break or relief or something of burden or tribulations, right? Maybe you're a mama whose life has been tossed upside down in the madness that has been this last year of COVID and you're in a season of waiting for relief to come in regards to childcare. Maybe there's been some physical ailments that you've been praying and praying with an expectation that God would touch you with his healing hands. Perhaps you're a wife who's been praying and asking the Lord and waiting in expectation for your spouse to find Jesus as you have or to share in that relationship. When it comes to expectation, I find it's more involved in the result, right? But then the other half of this pillar is anticipation. Now, I want to take a look at the definition for anticipation so that we can see that while these words are similar, and you'll even find the other word within the definition of those sometimes, they are still a little bit different. The definition for anticipation is listed as to give advanced thought, discussion, or treatment to, to meet before a due date, to foresee and deal with in advance, to look forward to as certain. Now, I believe that expectation in waiting is in regards to the desired result, but anticipation in waiting is in regards to actions in the direction of that desired result. Does that make sense? Something that the actions that kind of propel you towards that desired result. You're anticipating it. You're looking forward to it and you're making movements in forward motion to it. So going back to the examples I listed before, perhaps you're expecting some sort of childcare relief to come soon. And so in anticipation, you're making sure that you're doing all the things necessary now to make that transition easier when the season of waiting is over. Perhaps that's communicating with future childcare providers. Perhaps that is keeping up with the school notes and notifications of when school is opening back up or keeping your kids in a particular routine so that they're ready and it really is relief when the time comes that they're getting kicked out of the house during the day, right? If you're the woman with expectations for physical healing, perhaps you're praying and asking God to help you make that easier. You know, I, I know somebody who is in severe need of a double knee replacement. However, she is overweight and has been informed that if she doesn't lose weight, 
a double knee replacement is going to be completely useless. And so in the time of anticipation, she is doing the things necessary to lose the weight so that she can get that knee replacement and it actually be the result that she is looking forward to and expecting with anticipation. Or if you're the one struggling with an unequally yoked spouse, perhaps in anticipation of the day when they truly want to know more about your relationship with God, you're continuously providing opportunities for them to see you in that relationship. Expectations come freely in any season of waiting, but to truly have faith in the waiting, there has to be this understood reality that we are preparing for or acting in advance for those results that we believe God has promised us. Faith in the waiting is not stationary, okay? It's instead this active pursuit in anticipation to continually discuss and prepare with God for that expectation. Now, I want to be clear here. I'm not saying you take things into your own hands to make sure that it happens. That's not faith in God in your waiting. That is literally quite the opposite. That is not having faith that God's going to do what he promises and trying to do it yourself. Anyone else ever been a victim of that? Totally me. But instead, like I said, it is deliberate and continuous discussion and working with God in anticipation for and of the promises and the end result that you're expecting. Now, moving on, the second pillar is perseverance and strength. I believe that in every single season of waiting, it requires some sort of perseverance or in some cases, great perseverance to not just give up hope that whatever we are expecting or anticipating will ever come. Most of the time when you're in a season of waiting, none of those things come easily. The ability to constantly look to the promises that God has given us shows perseverance. Some seasons of waiting are easier or shorter while others may be more painful and lengthy. Either way, without perseverance, we risk never getting to see what it is we desire and have waited on so far. Now, when the season seems longer than what you'd hoped or what it is for others even, it takes continual meeting with God, sharing your desires, your struggles, your dependence on him, and the ability to not let doubt get in the way of remembering that God has assured us over and over and over again that if we keep our eyes fixed on him, He will make every single true desire of our heart our reality, but in his time and for his glory, not simply because we want it. Now, I think that this perseverance then helps us build up a strength in our faith and God's promises that otherwise we wouldn't have known that we had. I think God uses our seasons of waiting to either teach us or prepare us, to teach us how much strength we didn't know we had through perseverance or to prepare us for the strength that we needed in that area. And then that leads us to our third and final pillar in faith in the waiting, which is readiness and service. In any and every season of waiting, those desires you expect that have you moving forward in anticipation and persevering and building strength is so you can find this sense of readiness, right? You have this assurance from God and you're ready for his promises to be brought to completion. You know, you've worked towards this in continual discussion with him and you've learned the things you need to learn. You've prepared in every way possible. You've battled through speed bumps and whatever mountain seems to come your way. And sometimes those mountains seem to be pretty big. (laughs) Um, But you've busted through, battled through all of these. You've persevered. You've 
persevered in strength and in God in your journey, and you're just ready, right? But I think true faith in your waiting is not only agreeing with God and working toward your results you're anticipating, but also an obedience to then act out those things you've learned and that strength you've gained through acts of service for the good of God in others, whether that's sharing your testimony in or of your season of waiting, encouraging others who may be going through something similar, using your time to help fulfill anticipation others have been waiting on. You know, last week we talked about breaking down 2 Corinthians one twenty that says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. And I think that our acts of obedience through service is that amen that we speak to the glory of God. So for homework for today, I want you to look at your life experiences. Could be something in the here and now, or perhaps something you've already seen God bring to fruition after a season of waiting. Whatever it is, I want you to take a look at it. And I want you to think about these three pillars. And I want you to ask yourself, And then maybe even ask God, do I just have this expectation and I'm sitting passively waiting on God to move? Or am I moving in anticipation in agreement with his promise of yes? When the season seems so long or hard or it's just one trial after another in this season of waiting, am I just simply getting through it and continuing to hope for that end result that I wanted? Or am I building strength in that season so that I can then have that readiness to serve God how he's calling me to and for his purpose in my waiting? So I want you to feel free to share with us in our online community or feel free to message Jenna or myself directly if you have a testimony that you'd like to share in the next week's episode. Because next week, Jenna and I are going to dive down a little bit deeper and give some more examples and personal experiences of both ours and others in each of these three pillars in a season of waiting. So if you would like for your testimony to be shared and you're wanting it shared anonymously, you can message us privately. If you're just wanting to share with our community to encourage others or to act out in obedience, your acts of service and readiness, um, you're certainly welcome to do that in our online Facebook group. And if you don't know what I mean when I am saying our online community, those of you that are new here, we have a Facebook group called The Good Portion Mama. Just like this episode, you just go to groups, search for The Good Portion Mama, click that join button, answer those three simple questions just to make sure you're not a robot, and then you're in. You're joining a community of other like-minded mamas who are searching for deeper, authentic connections with Christ themselves and others. So this week's episode, short and sweet, but I hope that the day is just sunshine happy for you. So that's going to be a wrap for our episode today. I hope you guys will join us back next week. And as always, lots of lots of love and cheers. I want to make sure that you guys have plenty of time to celebrate the rest of your Mother's Day and to make sure that you guys have time to ruminate over what it is that we discussed today so that you're ready for our conversation next week. And then the following week, we are going to hear the testimony and the heart of my 
dear friend, Krista Nosker, in regards to her experience and her growth in Faith in the Waiting. So I hope you guys all have a fabulous week. I hope you guys will engage with us in our Facebook group. Be sure to keep in touch with us on what it is that you guys are needing and learning and loving, um, praise reports, prayer requests, all of those things. So as always, lots and lots of love and cheers. Cheers.